Niciora, dulcis annus, hac in ara postulat, quid edit vel prone fandis sanguinem tortoribus, hic atuc avertit iram imminentem sotibus. How meek the lamb who from the altar lifts up his voice in priestly prayer upon the cross, himself the offering, his arms outstretched, his blood outpoured, thorns scourging hammer nails and lance, he turns to mercy, grace and pardon. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. So we sang last evening at Vespers, while we were yet on the threshold of this feast of reparation for offenses wrought against the most holy sacrament of the altar. Such a feast, a feast full of mystery, a feast of dread and terror, a feast of jubilation and sweetness, feast of prostration and tears, a feast of atonement and of healing. The images of today's Holy Mass and Divine Office are so many and so rich that even the magnificent lessons read at Matins from St. Cyprian and St. John Chrysostom fell short of the immensity of the mystery they evoked. And so, how dare I open my mouth today? Of what use are my poor stammerings in the face of what the sacred liturgy gives us to contemplate today and to adore. A God delivered into the hands and into the mouths and, yes, into the bellies of men. A God who hides himself beneath a morsel of bread. A God who allows all the torrent of his blood to be held in a chalice fashioned by human hands. A God who lies naked and motionless on the whiteness of a linen corporal. A God who abandons himself into the hands of a sinful man to be touched and moved and lifted up and put down again. A God who so empties himself of every trace of the glory that is his that he descends into human hearts darkened and soiled by sin so that, 
from these hearts as from an altar and as from the cross the sound of his prayer might rise de profundis and the fragrance of his offering might ascend even into the heavenly holy of holies winning pardon for sin repairing the fragmented cleansing the polluted healing wounds long infected by sin and this above all repairing to his father the adoration and praise of glory that is rightly his that must be his and that will be his forever dignum et justum est today is also a priestly feast it is a feast that cannot be kept without a sacrificing priest without an altar and without a victim it is also a feast for priests an immense chorus of supplication pleading mercy and winning pardon for those who take the victimal flesh into their hands and raise the chalice to their lips Concerning today's feast of reparation, Mother MacTilde wrote, The church in her desolation cries, O oh, you who have some love for me, you who know all the glory that my bridegroom deserves, see and consider if there be any sorrow like unto mine. O oh, you ministers of the Lord, and friends of the bridegroom, the bride addresses these laments to you. Hasten to relieve her pain by making reparation for the affronts to Jesus Christ. Give him the glory that others would strip from him. And Mother MacTilde goes on to say, having once shown the disorders of the children of Israel to the prophet Jeremiah, the Lord led him to the entrance of the temple. He ordered him to pierce an opening in its wall and to look upon what was going on inside. The prophet obeyed, and he says that therein he saw even greater abominations. Who, alas, does not grasp that this is but a figure? Who does not know that the sanctuary is the theater par excellence of the Lord's ignominies? Who does not know that alongside of priests who are fervent and truly divine, she's writing in 17th century France, There are priests who are lukewarm and indifferent, priests who are wicked. And so the church, in calling us to reparation, begs us not to forget the outrages made against the glory of her divine spouse by his own ministers. Yours it is, she says, 
to expiate the sins of the sanctuary. Yours it is to bear the weight of the sins of the priesthood. And she concludes, let us enter into these intentions of the church and united in spirit with what remains on earth of fervent Christians and of priests pressed by the charity of Jesus Christ, let us strive to repair the outrages of indifference and impiety. Let us lift up the throne of the Lord and offer him the tribute of homage that by so many titles he deserves. Words at once terrifying and consoling. Words that send us to the preface of the Mass that in just a few moments will be intoned from the altar. Attend well to the preface of this Mass. It is very meet and right, just and availing unto salvation that always and everywhere we should give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who is the true and eternal pontiff, the only spotless priest without sin, by whose blood the hearts of the faithful are cleansed, whom, by his own institution, we do immolate, not only through offerings for the sins of the people, but also for our own offenses. The feast of reparation that we keep today is not our work. It is the work of Jesus Christ. He is the only, the only spotless priest. He is the only spotless victim. He is the only unsullied altar. All our reparation is a cleaving to his work, a submission to his merciful operations, an adoration that loses its tongue in silence, Silence that finds its tongue in a jubilation of praise and that already here and now is a foretaste of what God has prepared in heaven for those who love him on earth and adore him hidden in the most holy sacrament of the altar. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost.